0: Let me begin. Vaporwave is a genre of music that originated on internet forums such as Tumblr and Reddit in the early 2010s. It distinctively has no set location as to where it originated, as it started online, making it the first genre of music to be completely globalized.
1: Welcome to Earbuds and Neuroworms. I'm Amy, I've got the Vapors, Shepherd, and <laughs> <That's> this is <laughs> very good.
0: I'm Mitchell. Um I'm Mitchell the elitist luxury manly.
1: You're elitist?
0: I'm the elite I'm the most elite luxury. I'm the elitist luxury. The
1: elitist is that a band?
0: A uh, luxury elite is a band we'll learn <laughs> okay. about later on in the episode. <laughs>
1: I'm learning already. I'm um, learning.
0: So yeah, this week uh, we're going to be talking about Vaporwave.
1: Yeah, normally we don't do genre, but I feel like this is kind of a a genre that I don't know anything
0: about. Yeah.
1: And I'm thinking that there's a larger community of people who don't know anything about it. And Mm -hmm. also Jacques said, do a vaporwave episode. So I was like, okay, we will bend to the will of the people.
0: Yeah, it's come up a few times. um, I don't dare say organically, but (laughs) I mean, sort of organically. You know, Once we started talking about elevator music, uh, once we got that suggestion, I I, I mentioned it a couple times. And uh, yeah, it's very interesting sort of subculture of music, like a subgenre of electronic music and it has a lot of like weird meme uh attachments, you know, uh, that that we'll probably talk about a little bit as well, but
1: It seems so much more like there's a lot of thought that goes into memeing. It's <laughs> very true. Memeing music is harder than memeing, you know, Kermit.
0: Yeah. So, for those of you who've never heard of vaporwave, Me. uh it's this it's a very diverse subgenre of electronic music that uses a lot of um old muzak, smooth jazz and like elevator music and uh R&B. And some of it doesn't use any of that stuff at all, but the original OG vaporwave <laughs> kind of started with that kind of stuff. Uh and just like heavy production techniques, like chopped and screwed, if you've ever heard of like the chopped and screwed yeah. uh hip hop. Um they use a lot of those techniques uh with the samples and stuff like that. And it's very mood-oriented music as well, so um, a lot of it sounds really nostalgic and forlorn. Uh, they use a lot of production techniques to make it sound like it's coming through an old, you know, beat-up PA system at a Kmart. <laughs> yeah, I was And an abandoned say, Kmart like, or whatever. It
1: definitely tries to get, like, the tinginess as yeah. well. I felt like tinging was, like, part of... Something that kind of links all this music together. I think. Yeah,
0: it's it's very hard to describe like what makes vaporwave what it is, <laughs> and it's definitely this sort of ungraspable, uh, platonic form of vaporwave <laughs> that you have to kind of come to understand. Um,
1: yeah, I I don't know. I remember sending you like a a song like a few weeks ago. Yep. I was like, is this vaporwave? And you're like, Mm-mm.
0: yeah, not quite. But <laughs> this week uh, to to you know get a little ahead of ourselves the one you you did good um <laughs> hey but yeah vaporwave the name vaporwave comes from the term vaporware in like business which is when some super huge company will start talking about the like for instance apple would talk about some brand new product and all the great capabilities it has. And it builds up their publicity, even though they never intend on actually releasing this product. And it's actually more common than you would think. Like Google Glass? Right. Except they ended up making a few prototypes of that, didn't they? But nobody
1: liked it. Yeah. So I would
0: say that probably would be considered vaporware. But yeah. So vaporwave music has this sort of uh, underlying element of uh, critiquing consumerism and so you'll find a lot of that. I think that's kind of why they sample a lot of that muzak is to sort of draw the nostalgia of being in an old Kmart or an Jordan. old mall somewhere or whatever and like the Sears. Yeah, exactly. And just like the really hokey music that you might hear but, you know, you'll 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 hear throughout the episode how good some of that stuff actually is. So
1: I <laughs> I I've, I've fallen in love with quite a few ones. What song did you bring this week?
0: Okay, so I brought a uh, a group called or I it's one person, I believe, but mm-hmm. a person called Cat System Corporation, and the song is called Vinnie, Vidi Emmy. Tomorrow is the very last day for the summer sizzling sidewalk sale at new Market North Mall. The biggest sidewalk sale we've ever had. We've got enough all of our summer merchandise to make way for and new fall costumes arriving every day at new Market North Mall. Tomorrow, from 7 a.m. At 9 9.30 p.m., our hallways will be filled with a quality selection of you deserve. I want to apologize to Jacques and Brandon Beard, who uh, both linked a ton of Cat System Corporation, but I knew that this was definitely who I was bringing to the table, (laughs) uh, hands down. Um, I love tons of Cat System Corp. stuff. Um, This particular song is off an album called Palm Mall which is uh pretty much one of the hallmark albums of a subgenre of vaporwave <laughs> called mallsoft and it's all you know like i said the really hokey stuff that you'd hear in a mall soundtrack or uh, you know at an old abandoned mall or whatever and the first track on this album uh is actually this 22 minute <laughs> ambient piece that sounds like you're just like passed out on drugs <laughs> in the middle of a old mall and you like hear people talking and laughing and you hear the the music coming and going um, it's really interesting, and, and throughout several of the songs, you hear like little advertisements and things like that. I'm uh, glad you promos. didn't
1: bring the 22-minute one. Right, yeah,
0: <laughs> that would have been uh, who uh, Jason Holloman likes to bring 22-minute ones, and right? Vodder and, yeah. and
1: um, yeah, there are a few folks. Yeah, so <laughs>
0: I, I didn't want to do that to us, but it, it actually it's super ambient and and cool and very calming actually, and it's what really drew me to this record in the first place and uh so yeah all, all that it's got this really great bass and drum groove and these really cool like organ thing and then no lyrics but it has these background vocals that are taken from somewhere so, yeah just like yeah Woo! <laughs> and it's well, just beautiful
1: it's I, it felt really like walking through a mall and yeah? like the heyday of malls like definitely could feel like the airbrush near me yeah
0: you hear I, an airbrush air compressor
1: yeah and it's like there's a found radio and tv advertising mm-hmm. like element that's like oh this is our huge sale going on yeah. it's like you're walking away from the advertisement before you hit the next speaker that's yeah. also advertising our it.
0: sizzling summer sidewalk sale
1: <laughs> and i was just like this is uh each song like this episode kind of blew me away because i'm like oh how is how did i not ever recognize this genre yeah. but um this particular song has this like jarring synth that is super muzak-y and it's like it's like a bad Muzak like cover of some song you kind of sort of know but you can't right. ever figure it out. And it's like perfect for those tingy speakers and it really like captured that sound of like the kind of like garbage speakers of a mall that maybe used right. to be great like 10 years ago
0: exactly but
1: they've been working hard for a long time got some dust and somebody probably accidentally sprayed some windex on there <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a delight though
0: yeah i definitely think it has that same quality like even if they weren't patching in those samples of promo ads and stuff like that i still think that it would probably evoke just like walking through an old mall or whatever i think Somehow they capture that still, which is a, yeah. a neat aesthetic.
1: And but also like that like distance play, which we'll hear in a few of the, mm-hmm. these songs, where it's like, oh, you're walking to a speaker and you're walking right. Away yeah, from a, a speaker. lot of
0: uh, dynamics like in the foreground and a background, as opposed to just left or just right. Like yeah. things coming in so, and out of focus and
1: definitely this is like stuff to listen to on headphones.
0: Oh yeah, tons of the tons ex- of vaporwave is great on headphones. The
1: experience of this on headphones, but not the. Um, I actually experimented with different headphones. Mm-hmm. And I found that like my editing headphones that I use for the show way better than those terrible Apple Oh earbuds. really? You think? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm glad you figured that out now. I just... 88 episodes into your podcast.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I use I have this special pair of headphones. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um well, I did not really know what Vaporwave is, and I was trying, I was like, I gotta try to capture what I think Vaporwave is, and so I went down a YouTube rabbit hole trying to find something that I could definitely say is possibly Vaporwave, and so I came up with Miami Vice's Palm Haze. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't even know you were going to choose something called, like, Palm Mall. Yeah, Palm Mall, yeah. <laughs> so this is Palm Haze. Um, it's my stab at Vaporwave, and I wasn't quite sure, because I'm always sending you lo-fi hip-hop songs. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I. it feels like that melody is somewhat familiar. It's taken from somewhere, and it it's played with really creatively. Like, they messed with the sound in this really interesting ways. It's a pretty upbeat song. Um. And it's just like there's something that's kind of disconcerting about it, and that might be like the cheap like speaker sound, or right. I don't know. It's like something's like might be somewhat eerie about this.
0: Yeah, you know, definitely. Like I said, you nailed it. This is certainly a, a vaporwave band, and I probably I knew that when whenever I saw the band name and the song title. <laughs> okay. Like a lot of a lot of vaporwave bands, they try to kind of build the uh, aesthetic and aesthetic is a a key word in vaporwave by the way it means something very specific i use that word a lot because it's a good word but uh, (laughs) in vaporwave particularly aesthetic they like i said they're very mood oriented and so uh, they use artwork a lot a Uh, lot of very 80s
1: throwback yeah
0: 80s throwback looking stuff and they use a lot of like classical statues and they just mishmash Stuff that looks like a 80s algebra textbook or something, you know, weird lasers and shit. Really weird aesthetic for that sort of stuff. But uh, even in the name, Miami Vice and Palm Haze, you already get this sort of like beachy vibe. You get the sort of 80s cop
1: mm-hmm. thing
0: going on. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you were talking about how you weren't quite sure if this was Vaporwave. And uh, Vaporwave is a very, very diverse genre. And so it does share a lot of the sort of elements of the lo-fi hip-hop stuff <laughs> that you like to study, to and whatnot. Um, but it does have those elements that are a little disconcerting. And that's what I think kind of separates it from just some lo-fi hip-hop or just regular synthy, dancey music or whatever. Is There's these conspicuous production elements yeah. that kind of come and go. Like you said, things getting louder and fading away. Uh, a lot of movement through the, through the speakers and that kind of stuff. Um,
1: headphones guys headphones yeah guys. headphones
0: get you a nice pair of headphones yeah for sure
1: this, i just feel like this is like such an amazing experience on headphones <laughs> now i was actually surprised i was like i don't know if people are gonna know what vaporwave is but either you've explained it really well or is i i'm like such a square i didn't <laughs> know it was so popular but we had plenty of earbuddy selections and Seriously, you should just go ahead and put all those songs on a playlist and chill out to those.
0: Yeah, they're all really good.
1: And they're actually somewhat hard to find if you're like really looking like you have to look at a specific place like Bandcamp, right? Yeah, Bandcamp
0: is where it really spread. Um, Vaporwave, unlike a lot of genres of music, started on the internet. I think it started on Reddit, like (laughs) some of the first few people that made this kind of music and then everybody kind of copied them.
1: This is so much better than what you think would come out of Reddit.
0: Yeah, Reddit can be a nightmare, especially nowadays but uh it was it was a bit more pure in the in the very early days and then it went downhill
1: yeah well at least it's not 4chan
0: but yeah so (laughs) you know this uh definitely it's all from the internet and so it has a lot of those sort of uh elements tied in
1: well hannah brings our very first one of the selections from the ear buddies and she brought Argiflex's sludge hammer Yeah, my girl Argoflex does some killer vaporwave, among other things. I don't know if she's from the South.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I meant to look up where Argoflex is from.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's hard to say for me, Argoflex. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Argoflex, Argiflex. Uh, Argef- I, I guess it's a hard G. It's like
1: a GIF, GIF situation, right. <laughs> which some some people are just wrong if you say
0: If if is the correct response or the correct pronunciation, so whatever Amy says. Anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, I felt like it started out very bell-centric and is like, they have these like little shock sounds. Mm -hmm. And I felt like this is like chilling outside in the South with Skeeters getting fried. Yeah. Skeeters are getting fried. And I guess maybe you could be like in one of those like Germantown, like strip malls Mm -hmm. with this one going. It's it like it's more fuzzy and mis- or like more disconcerting as you go. And I thought that was like a really cool because it starts out very pure sounding. Right, like very exactly. simple sounds and then it gets all fuzzy and distorted and really, really interesting as you go through the song.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually what I liked about this one in particular is it does start out sort of traditionally vaporwave, like you said, with the sort of chimey bells and like it's very lots of reverb making a lot of atmosphere and that kind of stuff. Uh, but then just over the course of the song, very slowly it starts to change and morph into something way more intense. Uh, you get like a really uh dynamic, rhythmic bass line that kind of fades in and then it like the drums tease just a little bit <laughs> and then it lets you sit back for just a second. And then whenever the drums come in, they're like really uh really harsh and, and fast, a lot faster than you would probably expect for the way that the music sounds. The music's more chill and ambient sounding at first. Mm-hmm. And then over over the course of the song the synths start to get heavier and more, more noisy and a lot more of the other like production techniques start to come through and everything starts to get distorted and you get this wall of sound by the end of the song that just sort of takes you, uh, takes you away.
1: Yeah, it's like being the frog and you're not expecting it, but slowly eases you. Right, into exactly. It. <laughs> I think that's
0: a good way, a good metaphor for this. Yeah, because it does start off really chill, and then by the end of it, it's much more foreboding sounding. Yeah, super interesting. A lot more challenging.
1: I want to, I want to hear more. I know she posted throatless, like specifically. Yeah, the whole song. album. Or yeah, the whole album, but like I, 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 was like, I couldn't figure out which one was the specific song. Right. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I cheated and, and got us the the first track off of there.
1: It worked. I liked it. It was very good. Uh, Brandon is our next ear buddy. He brought infinity frequencies. Virtual Lust. like fuzzy it's like from fuzzy yeah I, like, I was I felt like it was fuzzy and it's like you're listening to a tape in a station wagon right yeah and I was like I can like just imagine being in the mid-80s and like those big chunky station wagons like with your um your windows rolled down yep and then like there's the sacks in there that really just <laughs> makes it great and I'm just like oh this is awesome
0: yeah this was definitely one of my favorites um This was sent in by my buddy Brandon, who was the one who introduced me to Vaporwave music, so Ah. I had to make sure to get him into the group for this one (laughs) so that he could spread some of the love, and he posted tons of gems in that thread, so So thank you Brandon uh, for all the submissions and for introducing me to Vaporwave. Uh, Infinity Frequencies, in fact, was the band that got me into it, and uh, that element of where it sounds like it's coming through a speaker Uh, just that whole idea like I could tell that they were trying to hone in on the waiting music vibe and just to have those sorts of techniques that make it even deeper and even more (laughs) you know evident in their music I love that Uh, there's another track on this album that like it even stops and loops around like you know the song stops and fades out and then comes back in like it would on on a sound system somewhere you know (laughs) and just little things like that that I think are just brilliant and what made me really want to dig in
1: that is so interesting. It's like they somehow did cake like the speaker with some like dust and like debris before right, they yeah. like played it. I was like, ah. and this
0: one has like the very classical muzak sound. Like mm-hmm. you said, there's some saxophone in there.
1: It's 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 done impressively well yeah this one's great yeah
0: infinity frequencies (laughs) i I knew that cat system corporation infinity frequencies and luxury elite would come up on this episode those were the three those are my three favorites i knew i was going to find some way to cram them in here (laughs) so yeah so i I let i let brandon have infinity frequencies (laughs) uh who was also infinity frequencies was on uh, two episodes ago i think it
1: was like on the elevator Yeah, it was the
0: elevator elevator episode you're right yeah
1: so This one I know you don't know about. And it's Zachary's home nightmare, looking for your love. take on this is it's the awkward romantic slow dance song that must be required at all school dances from here on out and i simply declare that it has to be there because i demand it it. yeah i demand that this becomes the awkward slow dance
0: i mean i will awkwardly slow dance with anybody (laughs) this song uh this was an incredible submission this is definitely my favorite of all the stuff that came in that i'd never heard before and there's tons of new stuff to me but this one easily my favorite. It's exactly the type of vaporwave I love. It has it samples this uh, Japanese song called "Oh No, Oh Yes Master" by Akina <laughs> Nakamori. Uh, Zachary also linked that original song, which is a beautiful song, but I think it's even better in this version. I really do. It, it just ta- it adds in that atmosphere, that aesthetic, mm-hmm. and it just takes it to a whole nother level. And I also love uh, in a lot of vaporwave. Uh, when they're sampling those older songs it's something that you might recognize from time to time and depending on how uh how big of a sample it is sometimes it can kind of take you out of it yeah um a lot of them use like old Michael Jackson ah. um and so like the super old Michael Jackson that people don't really typically listen to as much pretty good
1: was he 3 when he made that because right, i was yeah.
0: like, <laughs> it it would have been really old yeah
1: um like the b sides to the jackson 5
0: right yeah, this one's like very, like you said, very romantic feeling and it's uh, very wistful. And like you said, as soon as you hear the song, you know what the atmosphere that they're trying to build is, what the, even though it's mostly in a different language, I think Mm -hmm. uh, you already know what the song is about. And that just kind of, I I think that serves as evidence to this interesting uh, grasp of, you know, conveying a mood with your music and the aesthetic of your, of your song
1: i think that that's what surprised me most about like this Vaporway stuff it's like you can really feel where it's supposed to, where you're supposed to be right
0: yeah i think that's a really neat uh, a really neat thing about the music
1: now taylor brought blank banshee's teen pregnancy right <laughs> Sounded great out of my crappy computer speaker before I put my headphones in. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, this sounds good. I want to hear what it's doing in stereo. And it it does a lot of cool stuff in stereo that I wasn't expecting. I Mm -hmm. wasn't expecting the Simpsons. Right. And I was just like, What is going on? Is this real life?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I can't I can't remember there's a few I think there's a few actual like Simpsons samples in the song maybe. Um but yeah, since this is an audio medium and, and they're not seeing the video, uh, there is, this is from a, a YouTube video called Sunday School. And it's, uh, you know, a filtered clip of, of a Simpsons episode through like a much darker fi- and grainy filter with a lot of the colors amped up.
1: But then like the chopping out of the characters and putting them in weird different places. Yeah, and there's
0: a bunch of that sort of stuff in there too. And uh, that goes back to the idea that there's a lot of this... Uh, memetic content. There's meme content that goes along with a lot of vaporwave. You'll find tons of Simpsons uh, related stuff like music videos that people have made that are Simpsons episodes with vaporwave music. Uh, Seinfeld is another one that you'll see a lot of <laughs> wow. um, which is interesting and yeah tons of that stuff on YouTube. Um, just sort of got Combined with it early on, and people just kind of ran with it.
1: Yeah, I saw like a at least one Vaporwave channel that was like streaming, like with my life, lo fi hip hop right one. It was streaming, but it was like Marge yeah. just sitting there doing something. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? But I was like, I think this looks a lot like this other thing. I think that that might be some Vaporwave. Yeah. But I mean, I always find those are great ways to find music too. Just find like one of those streaming channels, and they'll tell you what the music is it's pretty cool right yeah so sometimes the transitions are terrible though i'm gonna tell you that (laughs) our next selection is from jacques and he brought neon's highway running This one starts out like really low and it feels like it is definitely coming at you. Uh, there's like these distortions in the beginning with these lyrics that I, I somewhat have like I was it drinking or drugs related somewhat, yeah. but it's like it gets all muffled. And yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't decipher a lot of it. Yeah, like towards the end is just like it just becomes like an audio element. To, exactly. Like, kind of like get added in there to like. Maybe maybe this is for, like, if with, with you're kind of messed up and, like, you know how you stop really recognizing right. sounds as what they
0: are. It's that. And also, I think there's the element of, again, building that mood. You don't even have to understand what the person's saying. You can hear the way that they're saying it. And you yeah. can say, oh, this is an authoritative voice and he's talking about something that he doesn't like. Right. You know, and so, like... Being able to to pull in that element and that feeling without even knowing what the person's saying that adds to your atmosphere, mm-hmm. adds to the aesthetic of your song. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt like this was a good roller rink song too. Yeah,
0: this uh, it definitely this one has a lot of tempo changes, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely a good example of of how, uh, you know, adding in these interesting production techniques. Uh, can really take it from being just a synthy dancey kind of a tune into being what would be considered vaporwave. Uh yeah, so a lot of the stuff it would it would kind of pass as just sort of synthy dancey music or or kind of the lo-fi hip-hop stuff that you like to <laughs> that you like to study too, which is all great stuff. What is it, Chilled Cow that you it's like? It's
1: Chilled Cow.
0: Yeah, Chilled Cow is really good, but uh they start to do a lot of the manipulation and and other weird sort of stuff with the samples that kind of come and go. And the drums are are chopped and screwed style, (laughs) you know, and uh, you get the degrading audio quality. And then the tempo changes several times, which I think is really cool. And then whereas a lot of like your dubstep music and a lot of the other electronic music that seems to be popular, where it hits a drop and everything gets loud and fast, this one slows down. And instead of just being like loud and, and chaotic, it gets this just very heavy and dense sound and... I find that even more interesting than like a, a loud chaotic drop or whatever. Yeah,
1: well, you're not waiting for the the drop and where it yeah. just like goes
0: faster. Yeah, it just faster. comes out of nowhere on this one especially, like, so. <laughs> and it just gets huge wall sound just in your face. You you feel like you're just staring at the sun or yeah. something. You know, it's, it's very, very
1: effective. Yeah. Yeah. The final song, which I saw, you're like, hey, hey, man, yeah. Metal John. Yeah, I
0: knew, I knew he was one of our other listeners that definitely knows what vaporwave is, and he's he's gone down that rabbit hole pretty deep. So I knew he would have something for us.
1: Well, he brought vapor, vapor, error.
0: I would say vaporor,
1: vaporor, Sentience keys. Another one where I'm going to say it sounds kind of fuzzy Mm -hmm. and it's like pleasantly disorienting. The scents are just like straight up jaggedy. Like they sound just like very jagged. But I would put this in my like study like playlist.
0: Yeah. This one definitely shares a lot of that aesthetic of the lo-fi hip hop sort of stuff. And, but it gets into the more like abrasive and jumpy sense. And then the chimes uh, keep you from getting too comfortable, (laughs) you know. Uh, This one sort of emulates that sort of like trying to relax, but the world just keeps going on around you. And every time you feel like you're relaxing, something new happens. And and you can just never quite settle in with (laughs) the song, which I like it. It just keeps you on edge. Yeah. And, you know, somewhat
1: focused. Like you have to focus. That's
0: true. Exactly. It sort of forces you to, to, gather that strength in your in your in your mind <laughs> and like here. yeah really tighten the acuity of your, of your <laughs> mental attention
1: i thought it was pleasant well that was our final Ear buddy, and i've got to say i loved this genre like no, this i'm whole glad kind of introduction i had to listen to like quite a few things to know exactly what i was looking for and like to kind of get the feel for it i feel like i can Listen to a vaporwave song and tell that it's a vaporwave yeah. song. I will not be able to get this subgenre. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> there's some politician who who said something about uh, when asked to define what pornography was. Oh, it
1: was actually a uh, justice of the Supreme Court. Oh, there you go. And it's Clarence Thomas. Oh wow! I believe.
0: And, and he says. Uh, I can't define what pornography is, but I'll I know, know it when I see, when I see it.
1: it. Maybe it wasn't Clarence Thomas. He doesn't talk a lot. Hmm.
0: And so, <laughs> uh, you you may not be able to define vaporwave, <laughs> yes. but hopefully you, you'll know it when you when you and hear when it. When I now. hear
1: it, I can like I'm like ah, especially now if I see it though, I'm like oh okay, I'm looking at the year this was published, but it looks like it's from the 80s. <laughs> yeah,
0: now, I'm really glad that that uh, we were able to talk you into doing this uh, with a little bit of clandestine uh, urging from my friend Jacques. <laughs> you're, uh, you're like. yeah if
1: you if you can if you can ask for it yeah i was just really
0: excited because this was a huge revelation to me when when my buddy brandon played vaporwave for me and started to like tell me about it and i kind of went down that rabbit hole uh it's one of the few things in 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 music you know it's kind of tough to to find something new under the sun and especially for somebody like me that's listened to tons of music and kind of all over the place so it was one of the one of the few things that I was able to get really, really excited about in the last few years, okay. like discovering this and going down that rabbit hole. So I was hoping that I could share that.
1: It, I, I think that is a good share. I'm really I'm really excited to have learned about it. Um, it was just I I had no idea of its existence until like you brought it up in the first place. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I this is something I'd never heard of. And of course I never go on Reddit, so maybe that's why. Mm.
0: Yeah.
1: But we didn't get any feedback this week guys
0: come on man. yeah just yell at us just, tell us something you like anything yeah,
1: anything now if you want to tweet at us the show is at end pod and you are at
0: pow i gotcha
1: and i'm at madam woolite the facebook group is at buzz and earworms podcast group seriously there is a huge selection of vaporwave music
0: oh yeah definitely like,
1: just go ahead and go down that rabbit hole. It's amazing and it's interesting. There's a lot of really cool visuals if you're using YouTube to look yeah, into definitely. it. Yeah, um, definitely. If you're there's like you know players sometimes like Spotify and stuff does not hit this quite right. So just go. Wish you luck if you're listening to it on Spotify, because you might find one song, but the next thing is nothing like that. Um, The voicemail line is 731-400-BDS or...
0: 731-400-2837.
1: Now, you can email the show, like Jacques did, so that he got his genre shoehorned in, Mm -hmm. uh, at endpod at gmail.com, and you can always find the show at endpod.com, part of the 10710 Network. Now, you chose the final song...
0: I did. This was the third band that I promised I would bring <laughs> to the table. They're called Luxury Elite, and uh, they were definitely one of my favorite uh, favorite producers. Whenever I got into vaporwave, after I got past Infinity Frequencies, Luxury Elite is who I fell onto. All of the I believe it's a a lady who who is behind all of the music. All of her stuff is just incredible. Uh, every album has a different sort of aesthetic to it, a different mood that it captures. Uh, this one is off an album called Moods. Uh, the song is called Sadoom, S D O O M, which is moods spelled, <laughs> spelled backwards. backwards. And I, I feel like this song has a, a really cool, like end credits kind of a, a quality to it. It's really slow and funky, and um, I don't know. I just fe- I thought it'd be a, a really interesting closing it's, song. It's, it's not too long, <laughs> so it's it's. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, also, Luxury Elite is another example of. Uh, being able to tell from the band name you know uh, i believe yeah. she says she wanted something that just sounded you know really opulent and really uh, lavish so very luxury 80s. elite
1: yeah it's like very 80s sounding too yeah. just with that but um thank you so much for aiding in making this episode i'm that's so like so a, glad we got to do it it's a love song to paperwave so. so i hope you
0: guys enjoy it and this is luxury elite sadoom uh-huh. first listened to Floral Shop in 2014. At this point, Vaporwave was still mostly unknown to mainstream audiences, and it still is in current times. I first thought of this as a humorous gag, something that wouldn't necessarily last for all too long in the music world.